It's the Last Call Podcast with Chris Michaels, and this is going to be the final one for a week. A whole week. So just deal with it. I'm sure I'll post some kind of older podcasts out there that I've done. It's got, I've got two years of them. So you can pick one, scroll through, stop whenever you want, and play some amazingness. The Biden family is a wreck. We all know Joseph Biden is probably a pedophile by sniffing children in public and saying achy things. But now, for some reason, we are treading trodden ground and re-releasing Ashley Biden's diary. I guess it's okay to talk about this now. I guess it's also okay to talk about Hunter Biden's laptop as well. And so two Florida residents have pleaded guilty to stealing Ashley Biden's diary, Amy Harris and Robert Kurlander. And in the diary, all you have to do is go to marcopolo.com or .whatever, or you can go over to Telegram and find uh, Garrett Ziegler. This is nothing new. This has been posted for a long-ass time. And in the diary, you can read things about how she believes she was sexually molested as a child and shared, quote-unquote, probably not appropriate showers with her father, now supposed President Joseph Biden. Some of that detail is also involving struggle with drug abuse. Oh, the Biden family struggling with drug abuse, you say? Crumbling marriages after multiple affairs? And she admits to being a sex addict uh, and... Also, a lot of resentment towards her father due to his money, control, and emotional manipulation. It almost sounds like Joseph Biden is a sexual predator because this child, this person, and by the way, I think, I think, who's the one, who is the one, let's see, Biden, one of them spends 30 grand on their vaginas. Let's see which one that is. I thought it was Ashley, but I'm not quite sure. Uh, now, oh, see, they covered it up if you do a Google, uh, Google search, uh, vagina plastic surgery. Let's see if that works. Nah, I can't find it. I can't find it. One of the, one of the degenerates in the Biden family decided to spend like 30 grand on reconstructive surgery for their vagina. I, I thought it was Ashley Biden, but I'm not quite uh, certain about that, but I, I'm almost, I'm almost positive it is. So, think about all that. What I just said, showers with her father. Uh, they, she also admits to still getting her ass wiped and her vagina wiped when she was a kid after she went to the bathroom, but uh, at an age that was probably also inappropriate. I mean, so what do you think about all this stuff? Clearly, this girl is going through abuse in some way, and she is compartmentalized. So she's essentially created multiple personalities to deal with the abuse. That's why she doesn't remember everything. And if you do any sort of research into MK Ultra and uh, you know, um, you know, not Mockingbird, but but uh, any of the programming that they do uh, to kids. And also, uh, and also females, and a lot of a lot of icky, disgusting things. Uh, thanks to Nazis that were brought over after World War II, um, monarch programming. There you go. So monarch programming is basically uh, creating a multiple personality disorder within a child through severe abuse. 
and ultimately creates multiple, you know, alters within the child so that the child then, uh, you know, can bring out different personalities at different times in front of different people. So it is, think of think of it this way, the born identity. So, you know, not remembering certain things because the the person was in an altered state. So that's what you're really talking about here. And it makes perfect sense if this is the case. I mean, we already suspect that Joseph Biden is a pedophile. I mean, just look at the way he acts around children. Look at the way he's acted around children for decades in front of cameras. Do you think that's changed? Of course not. And do you think that behavior wasn't inflicted upon his daughter or maybe even Hunter himself because we know from Hunter Biden's laptop and his and his phone he was sending his own pornography videos so videos he started to his father so they quickly took down the Hunter Biden phone but this is the kind of family that you're dealing with you're dealing with a highly incestuous sexually abusive family and it is now re-emerging. I mean, this is something, they're, they're pinning this story on Project Veritas because the whole deal with Project Veritas was that they bought the diary, but they didn't publish it. So that caused an FBI raid, a Gestapo raid. But Marco Polo with Garrett Ziegler published the whole thing. I mean, you could just go over there and take a look at it. You can read everything you want about it. So there's nothing exactly new here. What I'm trying to figure out is why are they bringing this up now? Because this kind of thing doesn't just get into the mainstreams all that quickly. In a court filing, according to the New York Times, Project Veritas told a federal judge that around September 3rd of 2020, someone the group described as a tipster called Project Veritas left a voicemail Kohler said a new occupant moved into a place where Ashley Biden had previously been staying and found her diary and other personal items. We can only assume it's probably going to be a boat battery charged vibrator that, or one of those bad boys that you plug in and the lights dim when she fires it up. Uh, the diary is pretty crazy, the tipster said, and I think it's worth taking a look at. So the... The, the main question here is why? Why now? Why now? And then, and then the Biden family is also getting trashed again, but with Joe Rogan and Mark Zuckerberg, of all people, this weird black-eyed alien of Facebook, once again, they're talking about things that is already out there, but they're acting like it's brand new. And so this is from the New York Post where Facebook was – they knew about the Hunter Biden laptop story. And the FBI said – well, this is their words. They warned Facebook about Russian propaganda. I, I somehow doubt it. I would suspect that it is Democrat operatives within the FBI coordinating with a platform like Facebook to make sure that Trump doesn't get uh, – well – doesn't get officially elected. We all know he was elected. Doesn't get officially elected. And he Zuckerberg comes onto Rogan and he says, basically the background here is the FBI, I think, basically came to us, some folks on our team, and was like, hey, just so you know, like you should be on high alert. He thought there that there was a lot of Russian propaganda in the 2016 election. 
we have it on notice that basically, well, what kind of word salad is this moron saying? Gosh, what an awful, awful person to be to, to try to have a conversation with. That's a horrible, whatever that is. What this asshole is trying to say is that they were told by the FBI that, oh, be on the lookout for Russian propaganda. So they categorized on purpose at the behest of the FBI, Christopher Ray and many other Democrats within the FBI, that any mention of Hunter Biden's laptop was to be deemed Russian disinformation. And lo and behold, now it's actually true. Now everybody wants to know about it. So how could you, with a straight face, talk to this weirdo, Mark Zuckerberg, and not take him to task on every single thing he has done for at least six years? for what he's behind with Facebook, for what he's done across social media to damage the American fabric of society through his very own disinformation and and felonious acts across Election Day with his stupid Zuckerbucks and having mail-in ballot drop boxes across every battleground state. What he did was illegal on Facebook and out in America itself. But he... Oh, we we've no idea. The FBI just came up to us and said, "Well, when when did he know about it?" Because the problem is is that the FBI didn't suspect Russian disinformation. Because by the time the FBI told Facebook about Hunter Biden laptop disinformation, the FBI was already in possession of the laptop. In other words, the FBI knew the laptop was true and they quote-unquote, led Facebook to believe, uh-huh, that this laptop was actually not real and part of a Russian disinformation campaign just like they did in 2016. Who believes that? Nobody should believe that. Now, here's another thing. The Hunter Biden laptop was abandoned in Wilmington, Delaware, John Paul Mac Isaac, who was the repair shop owner, walked into an Albuquerque FBI office, and he was basically told, "Get lost. We don't want the laptop." What? Let's focus on something here. Why? What? One. Why is this guy? in possession of Hunter Biden's laptop. Why did Hunter Biden give this guy the laptop? A rando out in the middle of Delaware. Oh, please, repair my computer. You know, No, no, no. No, that doesn't make any sense. The Biden family, especially Hunter Biden, who's probably an intelligence operative of some degree, they've got people to repair laptops and they've got people that they trust to not leak anything from the laptops and to hold on to such sensitive material until they eventually come back. So that whole thing is a bit funny, don't you think? Why is Hunter Biden allowing that kind of material to be dropped off and never picked up? I think this was done on purpose Maybe not even by Hunter Biden. Maybe somebody dropped off the laptop and claimed to be Hunter Biden. Or John Paul Mac Isaac is part of the Hunter Biden clan 
and is just as filthy and dirty as the Biden family itself. Because the next part of that interaction occurs where? In Albuquerque, New Mexico. Why is a Delaware computer repairman in Albuquerque, New Mexico? That doesn't make sense, does it? What do we know about New Mexico? New Mexico is the hub for human trafficking and child trafficking. Epstein had his ranch out there. The Vatican has a whole bunch of ranches out there right around the block from Epstein. Does anybody remember Don Imus, radio guy, one of my mentors? Don Imus also had a ranch for kids with cancer in Ribera, New Mexico, about an hour from Epstein's ranch. He used to stay out there during the summers, but when he wasn't there, what could he have possibly been doing? Or what could other people have possibly been doing on that ranch when Imus wasn't there? Maybe he was renting it out for some reason. The other thing is that the Imus brothers, Don Imus and his brother Fred, they used to have some funny exchanges, but they always used to joke about uh, fornicating with sheep and various barnyard animals and other bovine. Well, zoophilia... Having sex with animals is completely legal in New Mexico. So maybe they were doing something and they were telling everybody exactly what they were doing. I mean, if you want to go down the media route with a whole bunch of radio personalities, look up Opie and Anthony, look up Ron and Fez. They say a lot of disturbing things. They try to slip it in there. And if you weren't aware of what actually uh, goes on in the deep, dank recesses of occultism and child trafficking and human sacrifice, you would just think, oh, these guys are just cads. And then once you put that into perspective, you go, oh, maybe they're telling people things and maybe they're telling the truth about each other. Anyway, so Albuquerque, New Mexico, very, very, very bad place to be. Um, and that's why I suspect that John Paul Mac Isaac is just as dirty as Hunter Biden. The Biden family or whoever dropped this laptop off probably assumed that Paul Mac Isaac, John Paul Mac Isaac, that's a hell of a name, was in the trusted ring. He was able to be trusted, which is why he's over in Albuquerque for some reason. So two months pass, and then the FBI contact him. And two FBI agents from Wilmington, FBI office, Joshua Williams and Mike Dijlech, why are they always these weird Eastern European names, came to John Paul's business. Agents Williams and Dijlech declined the, to take the device. Later, it was given to Rudy Giuliani, and he sold a copy or provided a copy to the Post. But here's the thing. They now are admitting that they helped the president in an illegal way to get elected or selected. Now, Rogan tries to backpedal and he says, oh, well, you know, it's kind of like armchair quarterbacking or Monday morning quarterbacking. You don't know what's actually out there, so you've got to go with whatever's recommended to you and you have to make a call and blah, blah, blah. It tries to give him a way out. But need I remind you, that big tech like Facebook and Netflix, and Twitter, Apple, over 95% of the, 
of their employees donate to the Republican Party. I'm not the Republican, the Democrat Party. Over 95%. Google, Facebook, Salesforce, Tesla, all of them are in the 90s for the amount of employees that donate to the Democrats. So what do you think is going to happen? People talk about, oh, it's that's going to be a conspiracy. There's no, It's too big to be a conspiracy. People can't keep their mouths shut. If COVID and this past election proves anything, it's that when you've got enough people at the top that are willing to break the law and cover up for each other, anything is possible. Anything. So we hope, we hope that some of this is going to get aired out because I don't know why they're doing this again. All this information is out there, right? So so why are they trying to bring it to a slightly more mainstream, to a mainstream audience? I don't know. I think something is maybe going down tomorrow because it's Friday. Oh, we have to watch out for the Ukrainian Friday giveaway. Uh, you know, we the United States donates usually at least $700 million to the Ukraine on Friday. So I'm wondering, maybe we should take bets. Maybe we should start a little pool here and figure out, you know, how much do you really think the United States? And I'll say, if you're the winner, I'll send you an eight and a half glossy of myself. I'll even autograph it and say, here, this is... <laughs> This is worth about, actually, the postage is, a, is worth more than the penny uh, or the, uh, the picture that I'd send you. So uh, you can keep the stamp, do what you will with the picture. So I think something is going to come out about the Biden family tomorrow. And I also think they're starting to circle the wagons around the Bidens because it's not going to be pretty after this midterm. Now, the other thing that they're doing is they're trying to shift the blame about the COVID response and the, all of a sudden, uh, all of these deaths that are occurring, these excess deaths that are occurring out there. Well, now it's becoming so obvious that these excess deaths are caused in one form or, or another, directly or indirectly, by these COVID shots. So now they're circling the wagons and saying, oh, well, it was Trump. Trump is the one that wanted to push these vaccines. But the problem with all of this is that we found out this week, too, that high-level Democrats pushed Pfizer to hold on to the releasing of any vaccines. They had the vaccines ready to go. I mean, you know my feelings about all of this, but the, for, the, for the purpose of our scenario, the vaccines were ready to go way before the election of 2020. But the Democrats told Pfizer and other pharmaceutical companies, do not release these vaccines, because if you do, it will be seen as a victory for Donald Trump and could help him get elected, even more than what he already was elected by. So I think what you're starting to see is all of these chickens coming home to roost, and they're starting to panic. So they've got to do these limited air outs, these little air outs. Oh, look, oh, Ashley Biden again. Oh, look, Hunter Biden again. Oh, look, the, the laptop. Here we go. Oh, Pfizer and all this all again. Ha ha. Because they cannot dare to admit the whole truth. And the whole truth was that they lied and conspired against the American public and a duly elected president. So that's going to be it for me. This is the Last Call podcast with Chris Michaels. I am taking the week off. So maybe I'll post some things on the social media 
But you should take the week off too. Flip the bird to everybody that you work with and uh, just say, guess what? I'm out of here. I'm going to get a margarita. I'm going to fire up a spliff and I'm never going to talk to you for at least a week. Uh, and I'm going to shut off my phone. So kiss my ass. I'm out of here. So I'm going, to, I'm not saying that to you because I like, you know, 30 of you. And that'll be my recommendations to you whilst I'm on sabbatical for a week. You can tell people to kiss your ass. So enjoy yourselves. It is the end of summer. Do something that you normally wouldn't do. Get out there. Get excited because we are about to enter into the most wonderful times of the election cycle, and that is the midterm elections, and we cannot wait to get into that. So this is the Last Call Podcast with Chris Michaels. You can find me, like me, share me, Last Call Caravan on Truth Social, Instagram, and also Twitter.